Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Fragile. It must be Italian. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. I didn't know you had elves working here. Welcome back. Yes, it is the last of the November shows. Well, it's our first help. We got to do the holiday theme one episode early. Oh, that's true. We do. You remember the holiday theme? I do. No, you don't. You've never listened that's to any not of true. our themes. There's like some jingle bells and uh, Santa. To be fair, I don't remember what's in it. I, th- I think there's a Christmas vacation thing in there. I don't remember. I haven't listened to it in uh, almost a year. So yeah, but at least I'll listen to it because I have to edit it in. Exactly. I just trust that you do. You you know what you're doing. And I believe in you. And yet you doubt my skills as an audio technician. No, I don't. Whatever. Hey, here's the thing I started watching this week, which uh, apparently the rest of the world did too. What's that? Last week I was all about Tulsa King. Uh, I was also told about Tulsa King. Fucking awesome. But uh, this week, Wednesday, broke Netflix's record for the most watched series within its first week. Mm. And I have watched almost all of the first episode. Wow, you're kind of piecemealing it. I ran out of time. That's fair. What do you want from me? And it's enjoyable. I love me some sliced alone. I hear it like different it's... show. I just talked about a different. You, oh wait, what was the other show? That. I was still thinking Wednesday. about Tulsa King. Oh, Wednesday, Wednesday on Netflix. Oh, maybe he's in there. We don't know that yet. Maybe there's a big Tulsa King Wednesday Adams crossover coming that we I'm, just. I'm gonna say there isn't. Okay, fine. Be oh, that way. But yeah, fucking Tulsa King, man. I love that show. Episode three came out. Mm-hmm. Still fantastic. Nice. Loving it. Loving every. Loving every second of this. I'm trying to think of, I feel like I watched something recently and I wanted to talk about it because I, I guess I haven't watched anything new recently. Sorry to report. Whatever. I, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying, you know, for the, I'm like five minutes shy of the first episode, but I, I do enjoy Adam's family related material. Yes. I think it's hilarious. Like, I, I love the movies. Uh, the TV show was great. So yeah, I, used, I have high hopes. I mean, it, the records that it's breaking is. Somebody told me Christina Ricci's in it. Yep. But not as Wednesday. No. um, I I saw her in a scene. Is she the new Morticia? No. Catherine Zeta-Jones is Morticia. Ah. I used to watch that show all the time in the 90s on TV Land. Oh, I remember TV Land. I assume that's still a channel? I don't know. But um, it it is one of those, when I was a kid, like, when I was at daycare, like, I was, like, one of the quote-unquote, like, older kids. So basically, well, the, being like, at daycare when you're 15 years old does kind of put you as one of the older kids. Yeah, yes, it does. But basically, like the like there was basically like an hour where you were like, oh, you need to go like just kind of like chill your shit, like rest or whatever the fuck. So I either played um, the Sega Channel on Sega Genesis, which fucking rocks. That was like Netflix for Sega. How, wait, wait a minute. How old? Okay, how old were you really? I made it. I made a offhanded joke that you were 15. Uh, first grade through maybe fourth okay so you're playing sega channel by the way when they say like rest your shit or calm your shit it makes it sound like you're being put in timeout it was for everyone oh <laughs> so, so like i was either playing uh the sega channel was there like a fight Again. to like have control of the the sega or was remember. it just because you were so much bigger than the other kids you were like no i'm playing it and you will <laughs> deal with it probably that okay or i was watching the adams family because that was on in that time slot like on tv land from like you know like 12 to 1 or something so what you're saying is you bullied the other kids to have control of the tv during the rest <laughs> like, period I, i'm watching adam's family or i'm gonna play golden axe fuck you yeah you're gonna watch <laughs> me have fun during your nap time yeah so pretty much this is actually was your first job. You were working at a daycare and you were forcing the kids to watch you have fun. Whatever. I enjoy the Adams family though. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, so, I mean, like I said, I'm like 90% of the way through the first episode, but I'm enjoying it. Nice. Did you fight something? Like, was it during nap time? Did you tell your wife, it's nap time and we're watching the Adams family. There's nothing you can do about it because I'm bigger than you. I have been told more than once, like, do you know how many shows of yours we've watched? I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Well, I mean, you could watch Gilmore Girls or something or. I've seen so fucking much of gilmore girls hold on emily is there a show that you would like zach to sit down and watch with you that he has not yet done she says you really not watch any of her shows what about downton abbey oh fuck that you should watch some downton abbey that's a hard pass all right so well, you whatever be- what you, you did become a de facto packers fan and that's been pretty miserable this year <laughs> yeah that's uh, 
she doesn't like when I openly make fun of them. <laughs> yeah, and sports reports, I have an interesting Aaron Rodgers story. Okay, great. Yes. Uh, but whatever, that's kind of like Wednesday. I'm I'm mostly one in, and I like it, because I've, I've really enjoyed the Adams Family, you know, since my old daycare days. But we're going to move on from there. Just <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious that you're like, am I old? It's like, 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 like some like sort of, I don't want to say war stories, because I don't want to diminish people who have been in actual war, but it's just kind of like, Back in the day, me and the boys used to hang out and have some sippy milk and watch me play Golden Axe in the... <laughs> Do you want to know my saddest milk story from the 90s? Yes. So, um, I don't know if they still do this. I can't imagine they do. But when you would get, like, school lunches, mm-hmm. they would just give you a loose bag of milk. No, I don't believe the bag of milk exists do anymore. Not... Yeah, I remember the bag do, of milk. Do you know milk. what I'm talking about? Yes. But, like, everyone, like, knew how to do it, but, like... Um, going in, like, I went into this new school in first grade. Like, I didn't know what the fuck these, like, just sacks of milk were. And, like, I would go home. My mom would be like, how's your day? I'm like, I, I don't know how to drink the milk. <laughs> and so she had to, like, write my teachers. I think maybe in a pre-email society, it'd be like, hey, the boy doesn't know how to drink the milk. Which is just, you just stabbed a straw into the bag and drank it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's how you did it. But I had no idea because they just would present me with this like, here's this sack of chocolate milk. Good luck. I was like, I I don't know. I don't know what to do with this. (laughs) At least you didn't like the best part about that is, though, you could tell if it had gone bad. Like there'd be like lumps in it. (laughs) I don't remember that. But yeah, my mom specifically had to like call my teachers be like, can you show him how to drink the milk? Because he doesn't know what to do with this fucking sack. (laughs) 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 What a weird way to drink milk. Here's a plastic bag full of milk. Really? Do you not think that's weird? Yeah, it when is a little weird. In hindsight, they just gave you a sack of milk and said, good luck. Here's some reheated pizza and a sack of milk. Eh. And to be fair, I don't feel bad about not knowing how it's to- It's not really a sack. Like, a sack is a larger vessel of containment. Like, I don't feel bag, bad that I didn't know how to drink like it baggie. because that's, that's just not a natural drinking apparatus. Like, here you go. I'd like Stab to, it. Have you ever had a Capri Sun, sir? Those at least had a hole to stick it in. Well, I mean, the milk bags did too. No, they didn't. It was it was blank. It was just a bag of milk. Was it just white or chocolate? Okay, well, I mean, really, you could pierce it anywhere. I'm sorry that first grade me was presented with a sack of milk with no obvious opening. But, I was like, but first grade you, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? But first with this? grade you was like the crime boss of your. You're like the the dawn of your daycare, and you had all the other kids doing your bidding. Allow me to entertain myself, peons, while I go play Sega Channel and you take a nap. Oh, no Sega Channel today? Well, we're going to watch Adam's Family on TV Land while you guys take a nap. And I can't master this milk bag. Yeah. I didn't. (laughs) My milk bag ruptured today, so you suckers are going to have to pay the price for my bad mood. Fucking milk bags. All right, we're going to (laughs) move. This is a weird episode already. All right, we're going to move on from there to the news. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Did we talk about Namor's cock yet? No. I can't remember if we did I not. believe I would have remembered if we had, and I do not recall us talking about All his right. phallus. Let, let's talk about um, Namor's bulge. Do we have to? Yeah, we do. We got we to gotta talk what, about- What do you mean we have to? Is We got to talk about that big-ass cock. Okay, it's the first time that really this has come across my radar Okay, as a topic. Um, so there was a image floating around the internet of the trailer versus the final product of Namor's bulge. That the trailer, um, you know, showed off his massive hog, but that the finished product in Wakanda Forever did not. Emily, can Zach use the phrase "massive hog" when referring to Namor's penis? Apparently, you can't say "massive hog" on this show. Well, Twitter has called for. Uh, like bring back Namor's penis or something. I forget what it is. Oh, are we are we saying that Namor may have been stuffing with like some seaweed or no, something? No. What we're saying is that his um, genitalia was so distracting that it was digitally reduced. Do you think it had wings like his ankles did? Well, it certainly had balls. <laughs> I, this is one um, internet story that I'm not going to verify. I'm going to allow. I'm going to trust in you. I'm not going to look up Namor's. Yeah, like it's like bring back Namor's penis. Uh, but yes, uh, Namor star. Oh, I'm going to fuck this pronunciation up. Just say the actor who uh, played Namor. Tenoch uh, Haruda, uh, apologies for pronunciation. He's like, yeah, no, they um, they digitally reduced Mikok. Did he really say Mikok? No, he didn't say okay. that. That was uh, 
an approximation. That's not really like your typical go-to phrase is my dick. <laughs> because when we were playing basketball, I got it in my dick. In my dick. You did. <laughs> you did. did. You hear, I just, I, that was like the most slow motion like accident. <laughs> I just went, did you hear me say I didn't realize it was down by your knees? <laughs> no, I didn't. Because I was uh, busy being in pain from getting hit in my dick. Because for the angle I saw, it looked like it hit you like by your knee. And you're like, oh, my dick. I'm like, I didn't know it hung by your knees. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, it was unpleasant. <laughs> no, I can't be. I almost, you saw me almost take another person out in their dick. Uh, yeah, that was an unpleasant moment in basketball. Oh, my dick. And yeah. Then, and then fucking Mike, he's like, I'm sorry, where did you get him? Like, you heard me. You heard me, exp- exp- you know, expose that. Expulge. Get yes. it? Yes, yes, expulge. <laughs> yeah, because Namor had an expulge on the... Yes, but either way, um, yes, he the actor has confirmed that his uh, wiener was digitally reduced. His seahorse was taken away. There was one article I've seen recently, um, which I think is uh, very f- funny, it was talking about like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's like, everyone is beautiful and no one is horny. Is that the horny note? No, that's not the horny note. Because there is a horny note on your notes yes, this week, the, on your show sheet. Yes, there is a horny note. We will get to that at the end of the show. So pretty much is the but, hashtag free Namor's Willy, free Willy. <laughs> I don't know if that's real, but that's fucking fantastic. Thank you. It I, is. This, right here. Ah, there you go. I'm proud of myself. All right, you're a champ. <laughs> Yay! But uh, yes, apparently his um his wang was reduced. We got to see his wings, but we can't see his wang. All right, what else happened? Oh, this is an interesting one. His sea monster. Hmm. So this week we saw a 15 year old photo. Okay. I should have shown you this. Uh, okay, let me, let me pull this up. It's but it's C with it's C like the letter C, not S E A. See what I did there? No, because I'm looking something up. Oh, well, you can't really see it. It's more of an audio gag than a visual one. But so check this out. Um, we got an image this week. Oh, some big uh, ass wings of the vulture wings from oh. from Spider Man Four that never happened. Look at that; those are nice. So the wings of John Malkovich on the wings of John Malkovich. Yes, that, what's going on with you this week? But yeah, so we got to see uh, some pre production stuff. It, it's kind of wild, like how far that movie got into production before they said, "Eh, fuck it." Mm. Like if they're already trying that stuff out, we already know Malkovich is, and we know that uh, Bruce Campbell is going to be Mysterio. Like this got yes. a ways in. This was going to be a great movie. Could have been. Who knows? I mean, it's hard to say, but I don't know. I think that's pretty cool to see like those wings. Like though, I mean, I like Michael Keaton as the vulture. He's a he's a good vulture. Malkovich definitely looks more the part. But yeah, I don't know. Just kind of cool seeing like those wings. Like oh, here's a thing from 15 years ago. I don't mm. know. That was cool. I appreciate that. So Avatar two, the way of water. James Cameron has revealed like this movie was so fucking pricey. He he, he called it like the worst financial decision in Hollywood. It basically has to be the third or fourth most profitable movie of all time just to break even. Is that why they're saying that if this one doesn't do well, they're just going to call it after three? Uh, potentially. That has been floated. But yeah, I mean, that's how expensive this movie was. That like, If it's not literally one of like the best movies of all time. Yeah. You know what's not floating? I don't know. Namor's package is not floating. That doesn't make it sense. It floated away. It's gone. It was digitally removed because of his. Imagine um, if that was like you. You always bring it up anytime that uh, we talk about the Watchmen movie. That somebody's job was to create a blue wang that moved realistically. Yeah, that someone's job was literally there to like when he walks. Like someone had someone's job was to digitally create like a bounce of like his you know cock and balls. Yes, and and now somebody's job in this movie was to like stare at Namor's unit and remove it. Compared to like cats, or they had to like digitally remove the assholes, or the Watchmen TV series where it was just a real life penis and it was the size of your forearm. Well, this is all because you were horny on the top of the show list nope. that you've created these problems. <laughs> this is a very penis uh, forward show, isn't it? it is yes. <laughs> to put a finer point on it, but that's wild. Like you got to like if you're like, hey, I I've made like the two highest grossing movies of all time. Like you got to back my shit because fuck you and by the way like you know i'm a fairly liberal cursor but like reading some of the james cameron articles like leading up to avatar he is a masterful he is a master of the f word oh he he loves a good fuck yes so hard like he, he is so much about cursing <laughs> i watched the other day there just was... reading stuff i'm like huh this is even too much for me Do you ever watch like the um like so-and-so reviews their most uh their most iconic roles i think it's like a, either a wired or it's on youtube it's like i think it's wired or sure I'm, I'm sure it's come across my radar the number of times he drops the f-bomb and talking about his like 
best like his most iconic movies he talks about you know, obviously terminator aliens uh what else does he talk about avatar titanic all the f words that he just keeps using and just like you can tell it kind of leaks through about the way he's like they're talking he's so smart like he's a genius but you can also tell like yeah the stories about him being an onset tyrant are fucking true yeah probably all right i'm gonna god once again let's get into me fucking up names Mm -hmm. blade has a new director after uh, losing its previous one, it is now back on track. Hmm. Jan Damage, uh, who is a director from the HBO series Lovecraft Country, show I didn't see okay. um, because I'm not particularly interested in Lovecraft. And also it was canceled after one season. So there's a lot of stuff on HBO. I'm like, should I check this out? Then it keeps on getting canceled, like like Lovecraft Country or um, Westworld. I'm like, oh, should I check this out? Never mind. I don't know. Um, I'm aware that like a number of people that I read regularly are inspired by Lovecraft, but he's just a dude I'm probably never going to read on because, I don't know, just uh, Google the name of his cat. And that's kind of a turnoff for me. Are you, have we done this before? No. You're Googling uh, Lovecraft's cat? I guess I will do that right now. I was. Yeah, you, you can kind of see where I'm like, eh. HP Lovecraft. That would be the one uh let's see cat oh that's oh boy yeah <laughs> kinda, hey hey meow uh kind of turns me off to him as a writer the cat had likely been giving its name given its name when lovecraft was around age nine hmm. mm. yes uh, please don't repeat it yeah he didn't own a dog because the next google search was what is hp lovecraft's dog's name <laughs> like did it get worse how could it no, well it that there is no dog, so yeah, I know. But well, yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure there are many creative minds out there who could come up with worse things. It's a pretty aggressive name. It is a very, very aggressive name. Yeah, like I'm uncomfortable. It's like an uncomfortable chuckle. Hey, we just got a new trailer for the new Mario Brothers movie, and uh, <laughs> we watched it. And I, um, I was going to refrain myself from commenting on it until we were on the show. This looks like a massive piece of shit. I believe I could tell <laughs> from your reactions as we watched it together. Uh, fuck me, man. That not- doesn't look good at all. Like, we seem to be getting some, like, aspects of, like, brawl in there. Like, oh, yeah. We're going to have a big old punch-up with the Donkey Kong or something. Uh, I did see um, that stained glass window from the N64 game. We get some game mechanic stuff of, like, oh, here's an uh, inexplicable, you know, a fire wheel spinning at you. Yeah. And then we get Rainbow Road and there's just all the stuff with the characters feels so hollow. Like, I mean, I'm at this point, like the only actor I'm going to disparage is going to be uh, Chris Pratt. Like Jack Black is Bowser. Fine. Like mm-hmm. Charlie Day is Luigi. Fine. Chris Pratt being like, it's me. Sounds so awful. Wahoo! And, and as you might hear later in this episode, like I am, I'm not, I am not a chris pratt detractor i wouldn't say i'm a supporter either but like i'm just like whatever he's an actor you're you're neutral on chris pratt yeah but like just listening to him in that trailer was like oh this doesn't this isn't working (laughs) this is bad when i watched the trailer i'm like what i pictured was like hey we're gonna throw everything nintendo at you we're gonna throw all of the mario titles at you look at all the yoshis oh look it's a rainbow road in mario kart and he's gonna be driving a go-kart and there's gonna be all of that it's like if you're not showing me a Mario and Sonic at the Olympics or a Mario Tennis or whatever. Super Smash Bros. If you're not showing me Mario teaches typing, then what are you doing? Dr. Mario. It's a good game. I never really got into Dr. Mario. I mean, it's just Tetris. Yeah, it is. It's, it's just a... Yes, 100% it's just Tetris. Yes. <laughs> so still enjoyable. Oh, yeah. No no, no doubt. I just never really... Super Mario... Um, Super Mario Land. Anybody want any of that? Where's Wario? Huh? Super Mario... Super Mario Land were good games. Mm. Those Game Boy games. I, uh, I the first two, are, the second one, like the first one's good. It's like it's kind of classic. The second one is really fucking good. I really like that second Game Boy game. So good. I do like Game Boy in general. I miss the Game Boy. Well, Groot got one. We'll get there. Yeah, true. He did. I have. I actually in a bunch of my old stuff. I brought home like a like I had to clean out some stuff in storage. I still have my old. I should. I don't think there were batteries in it. So I bet if I got batteries. I think the game was still with it. Maybe I should dig that out and, and play it. I love a good Game Boy, game boy game. Um, 
There's so many. I mean, the Mario ones were great. I, like the Turtles ones were fun. Uh, Kid Icarus or Metroid or Star Trek like, one on it was good. Pokemon or Star Wars. Like there's a lot of good shit out there. I had the clear one that you could see all the working parts inside. Uh, my first Game Boy was a Game Boy Color. It was the one that came with Pokemon Yellow. With a backlit screen? Yeah, but I was so embarrassed about the idea of like showing, like having like Pokemon on my Game Boy because it was like such a divisive thing. Like in the 90s, I took a pocket knife and cut out all the Pokemon. Gotta, ca- gotta catch them all. <laughs> I gotta cut them all out. Are you a Pokemon Go guy? Uh, no. Oh. No, no. I, I've only played two Pokemon games. I played Gold because that's what came with my Game Boy, and I played Blue because I picked that up somewhere else. The First game I ever beat was Link's Awakening, without a walkthrough. Like, yeah, um, legitimately beat it. Well, and I that one they released on the Switch, like as as an update. And I know you saw me play that, like, and that's a lot of fun. That's that's a good game. It's <clears> such <throat> a great game. I love the story behind it. it <clears throat> I get lost it in that for hours. I, I remember when I was working at um, EB Games, like in like two thousand like eight, two thousand nine. Like I played one other Pokemon game. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you which one. It was one of the ones on the Game Boy Advance. But it was one of those things. Like I was just playing it at the store, and like my name was like um, like Dickhead or something. And it was just like I, I ended up selling it to like a seven year old. I'm like, enjoy that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, next story. Oh, Star Trek Picard season three. Yes. Oh, baby, we're getting horny for this. Why? What is? Why is the show theme that? I'm uncomfortable now. It is. It is the horny show. I don't like that we're calling it that. So, showrunner Terry Matlas, mm-hmm. he released a lot of stuff this week. We got a lot of a good interview. Number one, he's saying that the show is going to be a continuation of Deep Space Nine, like with the Wharf stuff and other things as well. Ah. So we're gonna get some more DS9 stuff going on. He's like, it's also a continuation of Voyager with like. Seven of nine, seven of her bullshit. He didn't say bullshit. Cisco, perhaps? Uh, Cisco has come back in like the last month in convict form and what I'm going to call quote unquote canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably cover the first arc when it comes out as a graphic novel. I haven't read it yet, so I don't have an opinion. All right. That's fine. But yeah, so we're going to get some Deep Space Nine continuation, some Voyager continuation. He also said to try and connect it to next generation episode titles are coming back in that same font oh so you'd be like "Ooh, what is this i like the blue font yeah yeah uh, they use that totally in um uh lower decks i love the which blue is font. awesome i love it i love it so much and also like the music is coming back in a big way like they fired uh the composer for seasons one and two and he brought another guy that's like kind of like building up the star trek stuff it's gonna apparently be like be playing homage to like all the past composers and all like their other like trek related stuff jonathan frakes is in there he's like hey man like we're doing conflict in a way like roddenberry never had like roddenberry was like eh, you know never have a conflict but uh the showrunner for this season like we've already been told multiple times that like picard and Riker are gonna be like going like kind of head to head i love it yeah like the rest of the crew is gonna be like you know not simpatico Ooh, so he's going to have to unfracture a fractured crew. I'm so fucking stoked for this season. This comes out like a week after my birthday. Happy birthday to moi. Mm, yes, it is all for your birthday. Pachow! Yeah! I struck your phone. You did. I don't know. I guess that's it for the news. So we're going to move on from there. What crap? I accidentally closed the thing I had up that was a very important thing. <laughs> because I struck your phone? Yes, you did. Yeah. No, it's my fault. Oh, no, it's, it's my fault. Ah, there it is. Got it. Ha <laughs> ha! Struck again. I almost called you a bad word. <laughs> All right, going to move on from there to weird comics facts. Yes, please. Here are some weird comic facts. Prepare accordingly. I'm going to make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe. All right, um, let's move. This weird comics fact is a movie thing. It's really a weird movie fact. Why don't we just but, call it weird <clears throat> fact? I don't know. Uh, this is a mild spoiler for Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. So if you haven't seen it, there are time codes listed down below, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So for the return of Yondu and a young Peter Quill, mm-hmm. uh, James Gunn used rotoscoping to bring them back. What is rotoscoping, I hear you asking? What is rotoscoping? I know they use it to make the lightsabers <laughs> lightsabers. 
Rotoscoping is when you take something from live action and you animate frame by frame over it. Wow. So they acted out the scene and then so rotoscoped it. 100%. So Yondu and the young Peter Quill, the same actors as before, in full costume, filmed those scenes and then were animated over. Wow. Isn't that fucking cool? That is very cool. So it's supposed to like, the holiday special is supposed to incorporate elements of like, you know, classic animation. It's also... Uh, James Gunn has said, like, this is supposed to be like the Star Wars holiday special, but better. It was better. Which had animated sequences of, like, Boba Fett and other weird stuff. The most screen time Boba Fett had until The Mandalorian. But, yeah, so Michael Rooker was on set in full costume. He didn't uh, have the blue makeup because it doesn't really matter for Mm -hmm. the sake of rotoscoping. But the same kid who played Peter Quill in the first Guardians of the Galaxy is there, too. That's awesome. Yeah, and they just... I never would have guessed that in a million years, and I just thought that was super fucking cool. That's very, very cool. One of the versions of Lord of the Rings, like I think I can't remember if it was the Rankin Bass one or the other. That, no, the the Batchy one. The Batchy, yeah, that had a ton of rotoscoping in yep. it. Yep, yeah, that's you're completely right. See, look at me. Those movies uh, suck balls. Good job, Jared. <laughs> Great. Wait to self congratulate. <clears throat> well, since you won't do it, well, you did say I was absolutely right. I guess that's as close as I'm going to get. All right, so from being there in live action to play action, it's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. Oh, we got we got some sports to report on, my friend. <laughs> I just made that shit up well, on the spot. Start I off, that was decent. Start off with the Boston Bruins absolutely destroying the NHL. They are the best record in the NHL. They've won the most consecutive home games to start a season in NHL history. They are rolling, absolutely rolling. We'll come back to the Celtics in a second, who are also hmm, what the the best team in the world. I mean, when you look at shut it, the fuck up, best team. Will you let me finish my sentence, sure, sir? It's not a bad time for Boston sports again. Celtics are cruising. Bruins are cruising. The Patriots are providing a ton of drama. <laughs> so you've got those things going. The New England Revolution's goalkeeper helped propel the U.S. into the... Uh, he's only let up one goal in the entire... or no, Yeah, one goal the entire World Cup. They made it to the uh, knockout stage. They, yes, I've, I've watched um, every World Cup game that the U.S. has been in so far. Mm-hmm. Do you know what my uh, commentary is? Boring. Soccer is fucking boring. It's it. People call it the beautiful game. No, it's not. It sucks ass. Okay, well they played is. for three hours and scored one goal. Well, Fuck the game you. Is, the game is ninety minutes long. It's not three hours. Yeah, between two games though. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, they scored one goal in three hours. Fuck, that's a boring. Game. Actually, they've scored two goals in four and a half hours. Oh, good. So there. Gee, it's so boring. It's it, it, if you know what you're watching, I guess. I mean, it's the most popular. Sport in every other country that's not the United States. Yeah, it sucks. I don't Except like for Canada. It. <laughs> Canada likes hockey, but yeah. But the United States, after not being in the World Cup four years ago, uh, making making it to the next stage, a relatively young U.S. men's team, and they have a win against. They won against Iran. Yeah, they mean, tied I, with England and they tied with Wales, so they yeah, advance be, because I can. You know, I work from home. Like I can just have it on in the background, and I'm just like, fuck, this is boring. <laughs> Such a boring sport. Yeah. Well. Of not boring sport, the NFL, the Patriots, well, we've been gone, one and one after the bye week, a, a win over the Jets, and a really decent showing for the most part against the Vikings. They lost that game by a touchdown, Mac Jones with a career high in yards, like 390-something, almost 400 yards passing. But defense and special teams cost the Patriots against the Vikings. They host the Bills on Thursday. It's kind of a weird Thursday to Thursday. Played on Thanksgiving, and now they're hosting Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, a team that is absolutely in the last two games. I don't think they've actually punted in the last two games against the Patriots. So a punt, if the Patriots get him to punt, that'd be improvement. Although interesting and some some conspiracy theories Uh, Although, I mean, people are just going to be that way. There's a mysterious illness running through the Buffalo Bills locker room. Several players absent from practices earlier this week, uh, and that may continue to be the case. So the Bills could be a little shorthanded due to illness. Speaking of illness, mental illness mostly, Antonio Brown up to his old tricks. Did you see the picture that he... No, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about, but I also don't want to know. Within the last week or so... Uh, on his on his Snapchat story, I think it was not his Instagram story, but his Snapchat story. Of course, but people got it and circulated a photoshopped image of Giselle Bunchen's head on a naked woman. So he had that. 
So again, mm. the weird Antonio Brown news of the week continues to uh, class act. The the gift that keeps on giving, I guess it is. Speaking of the gift that keeps on giving, do you like good conspiracy theories? Uh never. Never? You're not a big conspiracy theory guy? No, fuck no. Well, then you must not like Aaron Rodgers. Because on a recent interview, former Browns quarterback Deshaun Kaiser, who was also with the uh, with the Packers for a period of time, on a recent podcast was re- recounting his first interaction with Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, I saw some alien ships, Rodgers. Uh, yep, that would be him. Aaron Rodgers asked him what he thought of 9-11 and if he thought it was real and he should do some research. Oh. Yes. That, that, that's not a good thing. That's Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers, back in the news. Uh, yeah, uh, but he uh, was questionable against the Bre- the Bears, uh, but tests came back negative on anything that may have precluded him from being able to play outside of mental um, well, ambiguity. I, I don't like the guy. Like, he, he said so much weird shit. He's, all, like, so stupid rich. Like, he could just kind of get away with everything. Like, I know that, like, my wife is like super into the Packers, but like they've also fucked themselves for a couple of years. Like, oh, we're going to overpay this guy and not be able mm. to pay anyone else. Yes. We're going to be shitty for a couple of years because we overpaid on this contract. Yeah, he sucks. He seems like a bad guy. I don't like him. I don't know if he's a. I don't know. I, I think he's a fucking him. idiot. Yeah, he's he's a very good football player. He's not very, eh, you know, brilliant. He's not the kind of guy I would want to hang out with. If someone was like, oh, hey, do you want to get a drink with Aaron Rodgers? I'd say, no, I don't. I, I don't want to do that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and finally, uh, speaking of shady and questionable, actually, it's a big off-the-field news week in the NFL. Odell Beckham Jr., who's a lot of people think he may end up with the Cowboys. Cowboys are still all in on him after he was, even though he was escorted off of a flight recently uh, for not buckling up. His side of the story was that he had fallen asleep uh, and wasn't buckled up and was kind of a little, like, wasn't belligerent about it, but, like, Said, yeah, I guess I will, but he was, you know, unresponsive at first because he had fallen asleep on the plane, or like before they even had taken off, I guess, and so he was escorted off the flight. But the Cowboys are still seem to be all in on Odell Beckham Jr. And finally, known another known piece of human filth and garbage, Deshaun Watson. He's eligible to play this week, coming back for the Browns, who beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers uh, last week with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. First time in over 200 games, and first first time ever for Tom Brady that he had a lead with less than a minute to go and lost the football game. So Tom Brady's Buccaneers are 5-6. and six. He is below 500 later in the season than he ever has been in his entire career, yet somehow they still lead their god-awful division. There we go. Hey, you know who's going to sign? He's back, baby. Uh, It's Kemba. Kemba's back. Yes. Kemba Walker is back. He's going to sign with the Dallas Mavericks. Didn't I see that Gordon Hayward also got injured recently again? Yeah. What? Hayward injured? Never. Sir, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, he's fucking out again. I I flipped the game on last night just in time to watch uh, Blake Griffin Throw down a nasty one-handed baseline. He hasn't jam. done any dunks so far this year, and last night he was going off. He's like, "I'm gonna dunk everything." You know what I like to do? I love to dunk. I'm I don't like, I'm going off and dunking everything. He only had nine points. Hey, he's doing great. Like there was that weird. <laughs> he's had such a weird last couple of years since he got traded from the Clippers. Like there was that season he had like the robot leg on, and then he was with um, uh, Detroit, and he didn't want to dunk at all. And then the second he got traded to Brooklyn, he's like, "I'm dunking all the time." And he got to Boston, and he's like. I'm doing stuff, but he's been like a super like bench presence and like locker room presence, according to everything that's been heard. And then last night, he's like, you know what? Dunking a fuck ton. No, I mean, well, I mean, he filled the Al Horford role last night where Al Horford was out. There was no, they were down three starters and they still won by with, with a billion. Lower back stiffness. Yes. The best team in the NBA, the Celtics fucking rock. They're so, they're so good. They brought back Lob City, great Blake Griffin. That's how good they are. That's a tweet I saw. I can't take full credit for it, but <laughs> that's how good the Celtics are. They brought back. When he was a member of the Clippers, Lob City. There we go. I mean, it's the best team in the league by far. Like mm. it's, I've been saying for like three, four seasons, like that this was going to be the year. We've I was been, predicting this for like a number of years. I'm like, this is the year they go for the championship run. At the I've beginning, been say- the beginning I've been of your this year, for a while. The beginning of your year was like in turmoil because of uh, Ime Udoka. There's been all kinds of shit, and like they're short one starter, and they're the best team in the league. They're short a starter. Wow. And they fucking rock. I love it. All right. That's sports. That's sports. All right. We're going to move on from there. Hey, um, 
let's get your uh, holiday spirit rocking with uh, the old 97. We're going to talk Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yay. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. Look, this is a 40-minute TV special. I'm not going to bother with non-spoilers. Like, if you haven't seen it, it's good. Go watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Go watch it and then come back and listen to the rest of the show. It's literally 44 minutes. Stop what you're doing right now if you haven't watched it. It, Go watch it and then come back and listen to us pontificate on it. So we learned some stuff from James Gunn on Twitter. Did we? We did indeed. Okay, Um, tell me more. The Guardians have bought Nowhere from the Collector because it was a burned-out husk, and they've been rebuilding it. So that's why... Uh, that's their base of operation. Makes sense. Because Thanos fucked all that up. He did a lot of that. <laughs> My second note was Grosshead. I'm uh, talking about Kraglin. Oh, yeah. Who has Yondu's fin, and it's just like growing out of his head. It is like his skin is just it's on top of it. It's so, it's so nasty. Very, <laughs> very like, visually unappealing. I don't like his nasty scalp. No. His like open gaping wound with a metal mohawk coming out. <laughs> Uh, so this is a pretty quick special. It's 44 minutes. This is the second one following the world by night thing for Halloween. Uh, the quick gist of it is uh, Drax and Mantis want to give Peter Quill a good holiday gift because he's very sad that um, Gamora is dead and the new Gamora uh, doesn't like him. That's fair. That's a fair assumption. That's a fair assessment of where we're at and what's happening. And I've seen some criticism of like, Going back to like uh, the Avengers movies, like they didn't really have a love, blah blah blah. Like between Guardians, if you're watching the movies chronologically, like Guardians One and Guardians Two are basically a couple of months apart, and then there's like a five year gap for them of like uh, Peter Quill and Gamora having a relationship. So yeah, like he would love her like after being in a relationship with her for five years. Yes, I would so, think that's so. For me, that that's never been a a gap for me to breach like that's not that's not a hand-waved thing it just it feels organic and natural if you're watching like movies in release order it maybe feels a little cheap but if you're looking at it chronologically there's a five-year window in there where they were together so i i totally buy that relationship like we don't got to see every second of it like we've we've been given enough information that it works for me yeah like you should also like assume that the universe that they live in does like has moved on through time like it's not like movies are not generally sequentially on top of each other but she died so you know she died she died thanks (laughs) but i do love the idea of getting uh kevin bacon who was name dropped uh like three times or something oh yeah more than that, like, like Earth's st- greatest superhero, Kevin Bacon. Stick up their butts. Like, is Footloose still the best movie of all time? <laughs> I do love the Peter Parker. Yeah. I was like, no, it never was. <laughs> no one likes this movie that much. I even like the Kevin Bacon in this special. He's like, yeah, that was a character I played in the yeah. movie Footloose. <laughs> exactly. Well, Peter saved the galaxy by dancing, for real. <laughs> I love, <laughs> I don't know why this is a thing, but I love that they all just seemed to, hate actors like intrinsically it's hilarious and i don't know why i, yeah, I have no idea why like why they particularly hate actors i just love drax like leaning in close like very seriously i fucking love dave batista oh he's so great <laughs> just being like i hate you <laughs> it's such his, it's such a funny moment his of just, ability like, he has no reason to hate this dude but just like because he's an actor and like putting on these airs he's like, hate you <laughs> his deadpan delivery of lines he is hilarious in this as he is in other stuff i want the funny little man he's he's so good and i like i love like mantis and drax go to kevin bacon's house uh, also apparently like uh james gonna say like kevin bacon doesn't really give a shit about christmas like we see his like fictional house like oh, all yeah. decked out kevin bacon apparently is like eh, take it or leave it no, yeah i thought kevin bacon was awesome i love that it doesn't take itself it's like classic guardians where it doesn't take itself too seriously but it still like finds ways to tug at your heartstrings all right here's some kevin bacon facts i yes i love kevin so apparently um tremors underrated movie so this idea was originally pitched when they were filming um volume two okay before like the special presentation thing was real so james gunn wrote this in three days and when they were fil- uh, the filming of it occurred concurrently with guardians of the galaxy in volume three so it'd be like which apparently is going to be like kind of dark and like maybe fuck you up a bit so like they'd go from like 
oh, it's Rocket's terrible origin story, and we're all dying to, like, here's a goofy Christmas thing, like, a day later. Wow, that's going to be kind of hard to get snapped back and forth between the two. Yeah, so he wrote that, but apparently um, in the very early treatment of this, Kevin Bacon was going to fight a Marvel villain. It was not disclosed what villain it was, but apparently like he was going to be doing like all these like insane, like bullshit stunts, just like doing like flips Love and it. shit. But uh, James Gunn was like, yeah, no, I didn't really care about the villain. Like it wasn't really working. So I just cut it. He didn't clarify what it was, but I think that's kind of funny. Like the, the originally this was ending with like Kevin Bacon, just in like insane action sequences. So we get him playing guitar. And singing, yeah. which is not bad. Hey, you got a voice. I love the opening where they write the, the Christmas song that they wrote. Where they S- vaguely know what Christmas is. That's so it's hilarious about about how Santa will like like he'll pretty much kill you if you're bad. One of my this is I, I put this on He puts dung in your stockings and feels like that's not part of the lore at all. I put this on Twitter, but like one of my favorite things of like Chris or not Christmas songs necessarily, but like songs like in pop culture where they'll like, they'll add them in. So um my wife's favorite Christmas song is um Fairytale in New York, where um it, it's just basically a drinking song. It's my wife's favorite Christmas song for some reason, but but there's the song Fairytale in New York that they get into, but um I love that they cut it off before it gets problematic. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, before they use um, a relatively offensive gay slur that, oh, we covered last week in the Kevin Conroy episode. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure you know that song. I actually can't think of it. Well, I'm not going to play it. <laughs> I'm not going to do Okay, the, I appreciate the, that. The, the um, offensive line. I put this on Twitter. Like, my favorite example of this, there was an episode of Angel in the fifth season where uh, Spike steals a car to go drink from a grail that will give him... Uh, humanity it's uh the dead kennedy song too drunk to fuck and they go into it for like 45 seconds basically right before they say too drunk to fuck and they just cut it off i I love i love it one song it's just such a fucking silly conceit it's like oh we're about to get problematic and we're gonna cut the song off (laughs) so i love that they did that with fairy tale in new york uh before it had um a not great gay slur i don't think yeah it's just not i don't think it was not great it's not great then it's not great now yeah, they, I, I just I always get a kick out of when songs in uh, TV or film productions cut off. Like, oops, yes, can't say that. I love some of the lines in the song though. I I looked the lyrics up because I couldn't remember them directly, but this it was hilarious. Like, uh, he's a pro at picking locks. If you don't leave out milk and milk, uh, leave milk and cookies out, he'll put dung in your socks. Santa comes with sugar plums and hurls them at your head. But if he's on your naughty, if you're on his naughty list, he shoots missiles at your toes. He'll roast your chestnuts <laughs> with his powerful flamethrower. My favorite line of the whole song, though, because it was everyone's reaction, he's compelled his creepy elves to do his every wish. One sought to be a dentist, now he's sleeping with the fish. Totally, yes, I, yes, absolutely, that fucking shitty-ass special. Yes. And the, the, Whoa, settle down. We've talked about this every goddamn year. Rudolph, I Rudolph I, is fantastic. I don't shut like, your... I do not like the Rankin-Bass stuff. It's all awful. You don't like Christmas, if you don't like that. Bitch, you've been in my house. There's a fucking tree up there. It's true. There's a tree up there. There's presents. There's all kinds of other bullshit. Is your advent calendar ready? Oh, fuck. I got to do (laughs) You're welcome. See? (laughs) Yeah, I I have an annual advent calendar for my wife, which is a old, because of, you know, like, this is a marketing thing, like Coca-Cola being associated with the holiday. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I couldn't find a Coke one, but I found like this old, and I I restored all the wood as much as I could. Um, This old uh, 24. Four? No, it has to be more. It has to be closer to, I guess it's 30. This 30 um, case pack of like this Pepsi box, because I, I couldn't find a Coke one when I did it. 24. Uh, 24, 24 pack, Thanks. yes. Thanks, I'm being uh, yelled That's at from upstairs. Two 12 packs. But I, I restored all the wood or whatever, and like I put all these little like Christmas stockings in there, and I'll put a little thing in there. But every year I have to clean out all the mouse shit from all the little individual stockings, because mice just come through and take a dump in them. So can I give you a, a hint? Next year, with the individual stockings, put them in a Ziploc bag with a dryer sheet. You're welcome. <laughs> so the mice don't take a dump in them? Yes, exactly. But now this is my favorite This is my favorite part of the song. Mrs. Claus, she works the pole, plans her man's demise. Soon the elves will all rise up and stab out Santa's eyes. Baby, this is the horny show. We're all about working that pole. I guess so. Anyway, as you were saying. One, I... <laughs> So this is mostly focused around Drax and Mantis. I love the Drax. Like, we've never really dealt with this. Just, like, how indestructible he is. 
<laughs> he's just getting shot repeatedly and cackling like an idiot. Stop tickling me. <laughs> just flipping cop cars. Yeah. I love that. Trax, you can't just kill people. I love how they steal Kevin Bacon's Christmas ornaments. I want the funny little man. He loves that candy cane. So there was one uh, moment that I thought was weird of like Mantis, like we see actors like, I don't know, I can't speak to the West Coast, but I can speak to New York of like people just being in Times Square, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, like, it's in, like in outside the, it was outside like the Chang Theater, I think. But it was very, uh, no, it was outside the Chinese Theater. Chinese, yeah. Isn't that what that's called? Or it's just, no, it's Man's Chinese Theater. Yeah. I, think. I, I don't know where you got your thing. Uh, but like Mantis running up to a dude in Captain America costume, she's like, Steve, and just like, uh, yeah. humps him uncontrollably. I'm like, I don't think she ever met him. That's a good point. Is that what the horny note was? No, it's not the horny note. We'll get to the horny I'm note. I'm confused. Stop being focused on the horny note. Well, you highlighted it before we started the show, and you you put a big box around it. You I were did. very aggressive in how you boxed in the horny. I did. I love that. So I love I, how they make all that money just standing there taking pictures and like, then end up like, at a bar. <laughs> like, GoBots killed Drax's family or something? When oh, he's beating the shit out of the guy in the GoBot. And then they get to the bar. Bring me your finest libations. I mean, so all that stuff is funny. Um, I love that it ends with like Mantis using her powers on Kevin Bacon, and like he comes out of like the box that can't breathe out of him. Peter's just like, oh, you used your powers on him. Yeah. <laughs> like this dude is way too amenable to be like locked in a box and be like, I'm your Christmas present. It's like take him out of the trance. Don't run, and he runs. <laughs> That's so fun. I loved um, Nebula being like, you can't run from me, Bacon. <laughs> she's like i love her gift to rocket which is just mm-hmm. bucky's arm what a fun what a callback. great callback like god what a weird runner this been going on what are we in 2022 no. a guardian started in 2014 this is an eight-year runner that finally got paid off of just rocket wanting to get random extremities <laughs> i love that when she dropped it she goes merry christmas so james gonna respond to the sun's twitter like how did she get that and uh he basically said she went to Earth and ripped it off his body <laughs> because she was feeling so Christmassy. That's awesome. <laughs> Bucky's arm. I just love that. In the post-credit sequence of like decorating uh, what is being called like Swole Groot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just be like, he ruined Christmas. It was just fun. Oh, and uh, the Mantis um, sister connection, which was apparently planned for Guardians of Volume 2, but it was just like kind of cut because like we got too much shit going on. Yes. I think it totally works in here. It was just... I love that. It's just like, oh, like there's a dude who's like his mom died and he got separated from his grandfather and his father was um, a living planet that was a big piece of shit that wanted to kill everyone. And he's just like, oh, here's a sister who's just yeah. nice and wants to connect with me. And I, I, I loved that. That was an awesome yeah, little thing. I think that was a great moment. It was very like, it was again, like I said, it was typical Guardians where it was goofy. It didn't take itself seriously, but there's those moments that just tug at your heartstrings. It's not going to be like one of those things. It's like, I'm going to watch this every year for Christmas. No, it was just fucking solid. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, I'll, I'll watch it again. And, I, and like, I'm, it's not going to be like a, you know, annual Christmas tradition for me, but it's good. I like it a lot. I absolutely enjoyed it. It was, it's on the naughty list. If we're going to review things this month and it's going to be uh, on the, na- it's on the naughty list, it's on the nice list or. It's on um, the, how is it on the horny list? Cause we're about to get to our horny question that you have just been perseverating on. <sighs> Speaking of not being on the naughty list, the word horny. All right. No, definitely worth watching. It was awesome. All right. Because you've just been obsessing over this it, horny question. Well, no, I, I'm also saying right now, this Guardians of the Galaxy special might make one of my top things of the year when the Eddies come out in a few weeks. Yeah, we got to do that. Um, I got some thoughts on those. Whatever. We'll see where things come up. All right. Yep. let's. That's it. We both liked it. So oh. we're going to move on from there to Harlequin your, letters, apparently. Your questions. Smut letters to the editors. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh, God, this is always death. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. So if you want to ask us your own questions, you can. You know how you do that? You just send us an email at editorsnotcomics at gmail.com. I would appreciate your letters. It was a two-part question. Okay. It was, who is the most horny superhero? And then I really struggled for a while, and then it came to who is the least horny superhero, and I struggled a lot more. I'm going to guess horniest? Horniest superhero. Loki, uh, maybe, right? Loki seems to to be very liberal with with uh, with the sex. I think, and this is... Or is it Tony Stark? 
Tony Stark wasn't that horny until the movies. Like the movies okay. made him horny. If I were to throw down a horny gauntlet, Johnny Storm, he's up there. I would probably put him top five. So She Hulk. Hey, okay, uh, let me wrap back around to that. So right. if I if I were to kind of like <laughs> the horny ones are probably easier. Like Daredevil, probably the horniest. Cyclops is super horny. He's got more than one eye. Oh yeah, he, he got that one eye monster. No question. Does it have a little visor on it? He's too? like, Cyclops's sex history is so weird. He's like, I'm with Jean Grey, and then she died. So then I, she died. Uh, and she that, died. And then I married her clone, and we boned and had a kid. But then, oh, a clone she, bone. She combined with Jean Grey, but then Jean Grey died, and I immediately hooked up with a BDSM lady, and then I now have a polyamorous relationship with Wolverine and Jean, and I don't know what happens. Another clone bone. Yeah, it's weird. So Cyclops okay. is super horny. Um, Batman is super horny. He's like, I don't have feelings, blah blah blah, but I love to fuck. I think Dick Grayson is super horny. He like the like quote unquote like loves of Dick Grayson's life. Like that dude is so fucking horny. You're talking about She Hulk. She is up there, but there's also weird stuff. We talked about this before in an issue um, where uh, I was totally drunk when we did the episode, and you were like, I don't understand this at all. So it was probably a bad episode um, oh. <laughs> where She Hulk. Like, we learned about, like, Counter-Earth and, like, if there's a continuity issue, like, it, it was from a Counter-Earth thing. So, like, She-Hulk, like, bangs, like, the Juggernaut, and then she's like, I never banged the Juggernaut, despite it being on panel. And then we learn it's, like, a Counter-Earth thing and whatever. So, like, she's definitely up there. Um, Remember, Superman shot porn. Superman, <laughs> despite, like, Superman's like, I would Lois, like... It's kind of horny too. Like every superhero is horny. Like there's no a lot of stress. So I, you need that stress relief, I guess. We talked about that thing or, or that article of like everyone is beautiful and no one is horny. <laughs> At least in like the movies, but like in the okay. comics, like everybody fucks. Like Gambit is super horny. Storm is super horny. Wolverine is super super horny. Like everyone is super horny. So it's it's kind of hard to, to nail that the number down. one. Like, like who is the horniest character? Like who's got the biggest body count? I'll. I'll give it to Daredevil, I guess. But if you want to argue Didn't me Didn't see on... that coming. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, if you want to argue that, sure, totally. Like, you're right. I'm wrong. Mm. Like, every every superhero is so horny. Like, even, like, the ones that are, like, repre- like supposed to be, like, repressed. Like, um, uh, fuck, what's her name? Rain from New Mutants. She's like, I'm super fucking Catholic, but I'm horny for boys. Like, everyone is fucking horny. Spider-Man? So horny. Oh, my God. All, all he does is fuck supermodels. Like, that dude is so horny. Uh, Silver Surfer. Uh, he got a late... Like, the reason that he got his super silver powers is because he was so horny for the one girl on his planet. He's like, I guess I got to take these powers on because I just want to fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Everyone is horny. Commandi. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that dude was fucking plant people. <laughs> My God, I'm just trying to, I'm looking at the wall and. You're looking at the second half of the alphabet. I am trying to find, like, Thor. Okay, we know Thor, yes. Thor horny. Like, even. Swamp thing. That dude creates tumors on his body that his girlfriend eats and they have high tantric sex. (laughs) Shut up! No, I'm not kidding. Are you kidding me? (laughs) No. What the hell? Even the swamp dude's horny. Does Hulk put the smash in Hulk smash? Oh, that, oh my God, that kid, he has so many, he has so many random kids from just fucking people from alternate dimensions. That's true, there's a whole family, yeah. Yeah, no, no, the Hulk is horny as fuck. Uh, All the Watchmen, we know that, there's a lot of sex in the Watchmen. You're just, I love that you're just looking at the second half of the alphabet. You're trying to be like, what about this one? Yeah, they're all horny. Everyone Pro- likes to fuck. Professor X. He has so many random children. <laughs> like, that dude doesn't have use of his legs, but apparently has the use of his cock. <laughs> God almighty. What is going on? Is is that those Marvel two-in-one books? Are those all the threesomes from Marvel? No, the, oh, those Marvel two, yeah. those two-in-one books are Ben Grimm, The Thing, but he had a recent series. Does Ben Grimm the thing get rock hard? Uh, one, he was in love with Sue. Nothing, nothing ever happened there. He's mostly been faithful to Alicia. But there was a weird series that came out like last year that, by the way, I fucking hated, where he's unfaithful to her and fucks someone else. So yeah, the thing like he's you know he's got that orange dome, but he's horny too. He's, like I said, rock hard. Yeah, I, d- I did not like that series. I'm like, huh, I don't like that he was unfaithful, but whatever. This is- Thanos is super horny because he wants to wipe out half of existence just to please a girl. Yeah, he, he's so horny. He, wa- he wants to kill half the universe to fuck death. That dude is horny as hell. <laughs> wow. So I can see now why 
You're saying it was harder to find a knot. Yeah, and then I was asked. Then what about like, the big-headed brain thing that we read about? Specify a little bit. Big-headed brain thing. What are we talking about? There was a uh, there was a, um, a TV animated TV show about. Are you talking about Modok? Yeah, Modok. Oh, that. Oh, he he wants a fuck. He wants to, but is he? There's a difference. I, I don't. Know. I can. Well, the question is horny. Like horny means you want to. Like doesn't mean you're going to. I suppose. And then there's the question of who is the least horny superhero, and I literally couldn't come up with an answer. You can't come up with an. Wow. I, I didn't. I didn't know. I was like, I guess maybe some of the, like the weird X Men teens that are like so physically undesirable that like no one wants to fuck them. Like I Boy or what about the the Tick? Uh, I I don't know his stuff well enough, but he seemed. I don't know he he looks like he'd be. Um, the Ninja Turtles seem like they're well, they're teenagers. That's the problem. Well, uh, we've never covered that porn book that what? I've always threatened you with. Oh God! Okay, never mind. Uh, where they did a, they all hooked up with each other in April and Splinter, and that was a thing, and that's a real thing that came out through Mirage. I, Only thirty five copies exist. I, Maybe I, we'll do that one day. No, I don't think we need to do that. I'll be sick that week. Uh, and most, like most of them, have been horny. They've all been horny for other things. Like they've all gotten down. Like even in the not weird porn one where they all fuck each other. Yeah, they've all gotten down. Alfred guess he's not really a superhero i mean he's like x sas yeah see there you go but no that's i mean everything there's a batman animated series I'm episode still, where he goes to fuck i'm i'm shook i'm so i'm more upset i'm so upset about you telling me about swamp thing growing sores on his body to have high tantric hallucinogenic sex yeah you eat you eat what uh he produces and then yeah it's just tantric sex so who's the least horny superhero? Who? I don't have an answer. I truly don't have who one. Who approved? Who approved Blade? I I don't know. Maybe it's down. I I can't think of a specific example, but he seems like a Spawn. Again, I'm not not well read in that. Okay, so, so I'm 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 just throwing out names now. But everyone I've I've thrown out, you you've just immediately known their history, like the back <laughs> of your hand, like you're living vicariously through Swamp Thing's super high tantric sex. Yeah. Really, we're just looking at this shelf, we're in. I guess. And now I'm wondering which pages of smut are hanging off your wall. I don't have any smutty pages. The Green Lantern, oh, Hal Jordan. Oh, uh, fucks. That's not true. I have one smutty page. Okay. Well, there you go. Wonder the, Woman. Oh, Wonder Woman. She fucks. I got one page upstairs. Um, Buffy had lesbian sex a couple of times, and I got one of those pages upstairs. Mm. To each of their own. I guess that's my only smut page. All right. Well, this is really not how I anticipated <laughs> my Tuesday night going. <laughs> like, I don't have an answer. Who's the least horny? No one knows. I kind of want to Google it, but I don't. I have no idea who's the least horny superhero. All right. Well, we're going to pull up an incognito browser for this. Okay. So what's what's going to be my first response if I like least horny superhero? That's what I'm going to search. Least horny superhero. Hmm. Google doesn't like those words. Ten superheroes who could never have sex at Gizmondo. Let's see, I'm on that. The Incredible Hulk. He could definitely have sex. He's yeah. he's fucked like a maniac. So again, Hancock. Hancock. Um, it got cock in the name. Yeah, Rogue. Yeah. Like Rogue can't touch anybody. Rogue has fucked a lot, and also, I've always had a sex theory about Rogue of like, okay, she can't touch skin. Just put on a condom. Doesn't that really solve that problem? I, well, does it though? Because like that's the only thing that makes contact. Like, well, look, look. If if she's wearing like crotchless pants and you have a condom then what would stop you from having sex with her I, I guess i guess i don't know nothing that's a weird theory i never thought i'd share various cyborgs i don't know what you're talking about we're gonna move on superman superman fucks like a maniac spider-man he fucks ben Grimm, he fucks santana who i'm now now i'm just going to the one there's like the top 15 baby wildebeest is number 12 on this list of horniest superheroes least horny marvel fan on reddit what is this? Whatever. Um, I think we've answered your question of everyone likes to fuck. Magic, Kid Devil, Heimdall is number five on this list. Blue Devil, somebody's Hellboy, and oh, the uh, number one on this list was number one on your list. Daredevil, horniest. All right, all right. We're gonna. That's that's the end of the show. Uh, this took a weird ass turn. <laughs> it didn't really. It it started off going on a weird ass turn. Will, and will we, just we kind lose of, patrons on this one? I don't know. I don't know. We may actually gain patrons. The internet's a weird place. You guys want to talk about horny superheroes? Not really, <laughs> but here we are. All right, well, if you enjoyed the show or you're just confused or mystified like we are, uh, go ahead and uh, help support us. Patreon.com slash Editor's Note Comics. A dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. Plus, you get access to some stuff behind the paywall. Horny stuff. 
Oh my god! And there's no porn behind the paywall. Horny. There's no horniness behind the paywall either. Maybe. Well, maybe if we said there was a great mystery and people would like want to find out if there really was or not, it's a mystery. You'll have to figure that out for your own on a dollar a month. You can also please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. We would appreciate the feedback. You can always contact us. Let, let's wrap this up because I have yep. to pay. Okay, well, there you go. Um, Editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. You can reach out to us. That way you can find us on social media because Twitter still lives for the time being. Uh, Zach is at Editors Note Comics. And you're somewhere else. No, I'm still on I'm still on Twitter. Whatever. We'll be back. At Junior Rich. Yep, we'll be back next week for some kind of holiday thing. Da, 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 da